Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Meet the Movie Press. Roundtable movie news and commentary from the industry's premier film journalists. Happy Halloween! This is Meet the Movie Press. I am Mark Riley, Editor-in-Chief of SchmoesNo.com. Evening, gentlemen. Oh, boy. Jeff Snyder, Film Reporter, TheRap.com. That you are, my friend. And uh, welcome, everyone, to another Meet the Movie Press, a special Halloween edition. We have an awesome guest coming in in a couple minutes. Uh, but we wanted to start this out, do a horror, nice horror uh, special Meet the Movie Press. We'll yeah, talk we've some... got a special guest. We've got Hopeful yeah. News Breaks. Yeah, we're going to do a Hopeful News Break. We're going to talk some horror news out there, some favorite horror films. And uh, guys, thank you. We are on the live chat, youtube.com forward slash popcorn talk network. You can get us there, join in on the fun. And always, you are rating and subscribing, keeping the lives here on the spaceship alive. Thank you for that. Keep doing it. Rate, comment, tell your friends. I bet your mom would like us, especially Jeff Snyder. <laughs> and uh, how are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. What are you supposed to be dressed as here, Mark? You look like the Pillsbury Doughboy. I am uh, uh, the Stay Puft Muffs. No, I am <laughs> Clark Kent. Show us Obviously. a little of that S, baby. Stand up. Let's see it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. See, with – I'm looking at the live video. With this, like, extra thing and the fat in my face, I do look like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. No, you look fantastic. I like the yeah, glasses and everything. You just need a little curl. I do. I know. I, you know, just I take have one the... of those strands of beautiful hair that you have <laughs> and let it, let it hang down I like have a the, question mark. No, I have this weird hair that it just, this is what it does. Any, any, if I try anything, why do you think I wear a hat every, <laughs> every time? Because I don't like doing my hair. Well, at I'm least, it, uh, no, at least your, your costume is recognizable. No one knows what the hell I am. Yeah. People think I'm like uh, Lieutenant Dangle because this is a Lieutenant Dangle outfit, technically. Okay, yeah, I but see. But I am, I am Michael Angarano's character, John Wayne. From the Stanford Prison Experiment. Experiment. Yeah. Which is a really good indie that was at Sundance this year and comes out on DVD in a couple of weeks. So be haven't, sure and check that out. Haven't seen it, but I, I, I see the Well, that's because the there's no superheroes, isn't it? Uh, but exactly. Or Star Wars. There's no Jedi. Although Ezra Miller's in it. He's the Flash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he is. We'll see. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Halloween-themed edition. And before we bring on our guest, uh, one of our uh, listeners told me to call you out. Oh, okay. On something. Yeah, I like uh, – this is should be Mark doesn't know what's about to happen. No. I'm told that on the main show last night, you mm -hmm. may have said that The Blind Side is your favorite Sandra Bullock movie. Yeah. One of them, yeah. That's fucking crazy, bro. Yeah. What are you talking – like, really? Yeah. You can't get anything better than The Blind Side? Well, no. The Blind Side, Speed, that's another of my favorite. We were talking Sandra Bullock movies, and everybody already brought up The Usual Suspects, and I brought up The Blind Side. Really? She wasn't blind... in The Usual Suspects, Mark. No, shut up. <laughs> the Blind Side – really? Is this a universal opinion that The Blind Side is not a good movie? No, no, no. I actually like The Blind Side. I'm okay. not actually – I'm not here to talk shit about The Blind Side. Oh, okay. But to say it's her best movie or performance, yeah. even though I know she won the Oscar for it, sure. I think that is a little crazy. Well, opinion. I think we were talking – You know, I, I also threw out Demolition Man because, I mean <laughs> – Demolition, She's done a lot man. of good work. She's done Sandy a lot Bullock. of good work, you know, speed. But yeah, those are all all the usual suspects yeah. were thrown out. So I, I wanted to and I had a lot of people on Twitter telling me 
Blindside. Talk about the blindside. Don't listen to the Twitter people. Make up your own mind. And we are going to talk about Sandra Bullock later in the show because there was some uh, exciting news yeah. that came out recently. Yeah, uh, Indy, not uh, confirmed by the, any of the, the trades, playlist. But, but I believe them. Yeah, so we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. But let's bring out our guests, huh? I'll let let's, you do the honors. Yeah, let's bring out our guest. Uh, this is a good friend of mine. She's awesome. She's a horror person. She writes for Nerdist. And she is Clark Wolf coming at you. Woo! Woo! Been trying to get Clark... On the show, you have canned applause, by the way. Oh, thank you. There's actually, as I always say, the applause is coming from the studio audience. I'm going to make a Sandra Bullock reference. Uh, how? Put on the cans. The cans. Put on the cans. Uh, you you happen you don't know this, but Sandra Bullock is like my hero. Really? She's, like She's my everyone's favorite hero. Actress. Get in line. And producer, etc. Let me adjust my hat for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make sure we can get the costume. We did we did a mic back. test, but we never <laughs> practiced this. No. It, okay. When you add costumes into the mix, of, exactly. I have a lot of accessories today. Yeah. Hey, and by the way, Blindside is a good film. Says Zeno. It is a good film. It, yeah. I don't think anyone. Would debate that it's a good film. Yeah, she's just, just done so yeah, many. Come on. And then Rich Cruel Sugar says the blind side is shit. So we are split down the middle here on the <laughs> live chat. This podcast is dedicated to the blind side. There's, <laughs> we're not going to talk about anything else. It's just an hour of blind side talk. No. You yeah. know, one of my favorite Sandra Bullock performances is um, as Harper Lee in Infamous. Dude, Ooh. I was talking about that yesterday yeah. with my editor. That's and a great the thing movie. Is, Capone Underrated. overshadowed Infamous totally. so hard. Yeah, but yeah. Infamous is so good. My editor was saying he actually prefers into in, in, uh, infamous, yeah. and I thought that her work as yeah Harper Lee was excellent. She's great. So. Yeah, I love Infamous. It's I would prefer it to Capote. Yeah, it's just me. Unpopular opinions. Well, we have them here on Nickelodeon <laughs> Press a lot. Uh, everything, everything is welcome. Yeah. So let's start here, Clark. Uh, tell us how how are you first, and then well, how did you get in this crazy game that is the movie press, and how did, how did you finally end up over at uh, Nerdist? Oh, kind of give us a rundown. Well, yeah. um, I'm I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Um, trying to stay busy. Halloween's always a busy time for me um, because I am such a big horror fan. Yeah. And um, basically, how I got involved with Nerdist was I've been a fan of the brand for a really really long time, yeah, and um, you know I think they do really cool stuff, and I love I love the content over there. And so they were looking for writers, and you know a lot of the work that I do is as a host or, um, you know, a personality, but I write a lot of my own segments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I just sent over those writing samples, um, specifically a lot of them focusing on genre. And I like the politics of horror. That's kind of my little hook into it. Ooh, yeah. okay. And um, and so I sent them over and they called me and they they asked me to come on board their their freelance team and I've been um, working with them for almost two years now. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Not exclusively, though. So if anybody wants to hire me, <laughs> you heard I'm it here, available. Folks. But uh, well, that's but a breaking news them. here. Yeah, breaking news. No, but I, I love the Nerdist team. They're very sweet, and um, I'm happy to be a part of that family. You get to hang out with Chris? Um, all the, We're besties. <laughs> nice. No. nice. Um, although I will tell you, one time um, AMC Network sent a Cinnabon addressed to Chris Hardwick, because they were promoting Better Call Saul, oh, uh, nice, yeah. sent a Cinnabon addressed to Chris Hardwick to my apartment. Hmm. And I was like... Interesting. <laughs> you guys are living together yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, first of all, Chris Hardwick does not live in my neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Second of all, does AMC really not know where to find Chris Hardwick? Like, I, he's like... I, 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 right? Yeah. You know, like, they, have you heard of a show called Talking Dead? Or I don't know. Uh, what else? Talking Bad uh, talking or bad. Talking Mad or whatever they were doing or That's I don't funny. know what. But So it was ridiculous. So, no, I am not best friends with Chris. But, you know, I will say, um, every time I see Chris, like... 
at an event or or out of something where I'm not there for work. I'm just there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a friend will, you know, will go over and they'll say hi to him. And then I'll always introduce myself and I'll say, hi, Chris, I'm Clark. I, and one time he's like, I know who you are, Clark, <laughs> because I'm like, well, I don't see you regularly, and I don't, I don't know if you will. You meet so many people, sure, yeah. you know, of course. But so I work at your company. Yeah, he's like, I, I know Clark. Yeah, that's it was, nice. it was kind of well. Funny. Your nerdist stuff is how I actually thought of asking you to come on the special Halloween edition because so we were, exciting. I was, uh, we were talking about it last week, and then I watched your. Um, your, uh, uh, what is it, your stand on uh, torture porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wait, what is, is your stand? Yeah, I want to hear this. horror torture porn, which I loved. Thank I loved. you. And I, I, please, well, explain Well, basically, um, I really hate the term torture porn. I hate it. Yeah. I think it is a really disrespectful way um, to undercut an entire genre. And specifically, I really don't like the term when it's applied to James Wan's Saw, Eli Roth's yeah. Hostel, and Alex Oz's The Hills Have Eyes. Um, because I think Saw was unfairly judged by posters and by clever editing. I mean, if you I, during the 10-year anniversary... Saw's brilliant. Yeah, Saw's actually a very good movie, but when you go back and watch it, which I did last year for the 10-year anniversary... It's kind of like with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's not a whole lot of blood. You don't actually see all that much, but because the set is so disgusting and the editing is really aggressive right. and everything's so much implied, I think people filled in the blanks themselves and remember it as being far worse than it actually was. Yeah, it's the idea of these contraptions exactly. what they might do to you, but and you're not actually seeing it do them. That's right, because who they didn't even have the money for it anyway. They right. couldn't show you anyway. But and then with the Hills Have Eyes and Hostel specifically, um, you know, I and I've written about this much more extensively. It was hard with that vlog because the vlog's like five minutes long and you're trying to talk about You have so many points exactly. you want to make. Yeah, and I this get is it. such a hot but- button issue. I knew that that vlog was going to get people's attention because it doesn't matter what you say or how you say it. The second people see tor- the words torture porn, mm-hmm. they lose their minds. Yeah. Um, it's a very visceral reaction, ironically. But um, with Hostel and The Hills Have Eyes, I think they are highly political films, and uh, that you know they were created during the time where we were involved in the war in Iraq, and yeah, when um, you yeah. know torture was being shown on the news, and beheadings were coming up on YouTube, and all these things. And I, I really, really strongly believe that both of those movies were um, very, very politically charged films. Interesting. Yeah. I like that take on it. And I, I happen to love Hostel. I like Hostel a lot. It's too. one of it's one of it's. I think it's Eli Roth's best movie. And then uh, The Hills Have Eyes. You're talking about the remake. Yeah, I'm yeah, Alex yeah, Oz's one of the yeah. better remakes. Absolutely. Yeah, love it. it was in that movie. I wouldn't call it torture, but that was just. I mean, shock. It just got me as a horror fan. I was like. <gasps> You know, oh my God. when I saw Hills Have Eyes uh, in the theater, that was so like if you're a horror fan, a lot of times you read about, you know, um, uh, what are, what's an example? Um, the Cold War and Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. Or you yeah. read about, um, you know, Last House on the Left being sort of like talking about the aggression of Vietnam or, you know, these these filmmakers who were taking a stand against something. And when I saw I was in early college and saw The Hills Have Eyes in theaters, that was the first time where I felt like, oh my God, I'm seeing my frustration. Because it's, you know, Alex Aja is a French filmmaker Mm -hmm. and this was post- Freedom Fries and Freedom mm. Toast and, oh, yeah, and yeah. all of these things and um, and there's a lot of you know the American flag is everywhere in the movie and during the, they play the Star Spangled Banner where he's actually right. like you know it's just anyway so that was the first time where I organically in the moment felt that same feeling 
And, and I, feel, I, I feel like film students are going to be watching this episode and writing their thesis papers. <laughs> yeah. Sure. No, I was just, I'm like, see, this is why. <laughs> yeah. This is why Clark is on She's the Halloween schooling edition. Us. Schooling us on, like, I watch horror movies and I'm like, that's a cool death. <laughs> She's like, you know, the symbolism here is well done. Well, no, and that's what, you know, because we'll get to our favorite horror sure, movies sure. because I think it's definitely a sign of time, including my horror movies. They are a, they're like time capsules for that, yeah. that period. And we'll, we'll get to that soon. Sure. But, but that's amazing. So how did that, um, that vlog go? You said it was kind of, it's a hot button topic. So yep. did you get a lot of, I don't want to say hate or trolls, but you know what I'm talking yeah, about. I mean, I did. I mean, I, yeah, no, you do. Well, first of all, fa- it's different because you know we all know with different forms of media where you put up content. Facebook, for instance, people don't watch or read anything; they just comment. It's right, just like a right. comment, they, board. They, and they could see just the title. Exactly. Yes, and they won't click through. They're That's like, "Oh, you, you're wrong." It's like, did you read the and article? The, and the title of mine was "Why I'm Defending Torture Porn," oh, right. and so it's like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. But then there were some people who sought me out to say. Thank you, because I'm a horror fan, and I feel the exact same way. Mm-hmm. There were some people who said, I never thought of it like that. I'm so glad you, you made this. And um, that was really exciting. But, you know, and I had a handful of people. Be, you know, honestly, and I really like, I like Eli Roth a lot as a person, and I like a lot of his movies. But he is so divisive yeah. for an, any audience. The second you say Eli Roth's anything, people, people go, oh, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. But, you know, that's whatever. Which means he hit a nerve and it, doing also, well. Yeah, for- exactly. For me, as someone who was having a conversation last night about a Serbian film... Oh, yeah, uh, which I've never th- seen. This stuff doesn't even register to me as, as things that could get a rise out of people. Right. Yeah. Saw and hostile. Like, this is the mainstream, almost McDonald's it, version. So right. true, you're right. And are you, Jeff, are you in general... I don't know if we've really talked about... Are you a horror fan? Yeah, I mean, dude, I'm a sick fuck. Okay. I'm a real, <laughs> well, I'm a real twist. This I know. I'm just wondering about your horror taste. Yes. <laughs> Should uh, we do no, our that, favorite horror that's, movies? That's I mean, how I fell in love with movies was watching horror movies so yeah that's i have a version of that too i mean i remember going with my sister and sneakily renting friday 13th the original Mm -hmm. and watching it at my grandmother's house of all places and being like oh my god and it (laughs) freaked me out so yeah let's talk about some of our favorites Uh, absolutely what what do you like to recommend uh me well clark Uh, yeah let's start no start with clark well it's um, the glasses i can't see who you're looking at (laughs) For um, so a general, you know, for people who are like, I want to watch something scary, but I don't want to watch people get dismembered or you know violently murdered. Um, I point them to James Wan's The Conjuring. Oh, great, um, I great think pick, The yeah. Conjuring is a great, great movie in general, but mm-hmm. I also think it is scary as hell. It still scares me. It missed my top five, like pretty close. I mean, it, I came out of that movie going, uh, this is one of the best horror movies ever. I think mm-hmm. it's a new classic. I really Absolutely, do. But I my agree. top, I have a top seven. Let's do it. Yes. So I'll rattle them off for you. Okay. Um, the Hills Have Eyes is on there, the remake. Nice. So I love that. Scream, Wes Craven Scream. Mm-hmm. John Carpenter's The Thing. Mm, yeah. The Exorcist. Um, Eli Roth's Cabin Fever. Ooh, Cabin the Fever. The Descent. Ooh, yeah. And, oh, I'm missing one. Oh. Oh, I'll come up with it. It'll come, I'm sure. There's one more, and it's—I think it's a classic. Oh, I'll remember it. D- speaking of the descent, I got to speak <laughs> with—I I got to talk to uh, Neil Marshall. He did a, a bit in the Tales of Halloween. Yes. I don't know if you've seen that I haven't yet. Haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah, I want to see it as well. But uh, did cover, and he's so nice. He's and, the coolest. Yeah, and just like as a throwaway question, Freddie or Jason? He was like—he was like—he was talking to me like um, like a, a dad. He's like. 
well, probably Freddy because Jason squandered his potential. <laughs> and I was like, wow, okay. But you, yes. I'm not mad at you, Jason. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I'm so disappointed answer. in you. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. So, All right, Mark, what about you? Uh, my top five, yeah, they're all oldies. I share The Exorcist. That's my number two. So good. Yeah. So number one is hands down Halloween, the original. Yeah. My favorite yeah, uh, horror too. movie of all time. Uh, number two is Exorcist. I actually wrote them down because I forget the number three is Poltergeist. Oh, I love okay. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. The original is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, number four, Nightmare on Elm Street. The original and number five, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Those are all old guys. I they're, can't argue with that choice. You're yeah. my boy, buddy. They're, they're the oldies, but the goodies, and I hold them in high esteem. And and I do compare them in all the remakes. Actually, the Texas Chainsaw remake, I did not hate. I thought it was pretty damn good. But the, all the other remakes, I mean, the Halloween re- remake, go go fuck yourself. I hate that one. I hate it so much. Okay, that's what I have to say. <laughs> Next week's guest will be Rob Zombie. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, I, like, I like his other movies, but not his Halloween's. Well, I not would do, all. I wouldn't, I don't know. I mean, Scream is obviously one of my favorite movies, period. Yeah. Halloween is definitely uh, my favorite horror movie, I would say. But there were two uh, that did not go mentioned today. Uh, I grew up the son of a... Candyman. Oh. And so we actually had a Candyman poster hanging in our house. It was a very, you know, well-decorated home, but in the middle of the living room, there's a Candyman poster. <laughs> was it Farewell okay. to the Flesh? That's a, with a tagline, a little altered to suit my father's name. Nice. Uh, and I loved can- Candyman. There's a certain mythology there yeah. uh, with him, you know, it, it's just, t- it's really interesting. It's brutal. The music's amazing. It's Philip Glass, right? Yeah, right. the music's score. so good. I think it was one of the first time I saw boobs in a movie with Virginia Manson stripping sure. down. So oh, that's right. I don't know what it was, but I loved Candyman and I also loved Zuadamba. What's that? Who that was a horrible rendition of the Chucky uh, curse, the voodoo <laughs> curse. But fucking I know, it's like, who that? Demola, give what? me the power, I beg of you. No. You like child's play. I fucking love child's wow. play. Nice. There's just about, there's something about every child, you know, every child's toy being maybe a little bit scary or, uh, and then no one believing kids, like whenever they right. say anything. Oh, that, that, um, sorry, that movie, when you see that doll dude, run in the background, yes. I just was like, no. Dude, child's play is fucking <laughs> awesome. No, yeah, it's a great movie. And I, so. I like, I agree. Appreciate it's horror is like the one genre that I mean. Look, there are sites dedicated to horror. Sure. Mm-hmm. You don't have that really. I mean, well, maybe with Star Wars or superheroes. For yeah. superheroes, you know, there's I guess Dread getting... Central, but there's no Drama Central. <laughs> right, I know. Courtroom <laughs> Drama Central. <laughs> Our favorite comedies dot com. I hey, um, I thought of number seven. I thought Do it. Of Ooh, okay. it's, it? it's Drag Me to Hell. Drag Me to Hell. It is one hundred percent. I love Drag Me to Hell so much, and I know it's a recent uh, movie. Yeah, no, but please. Um, it's I a good love movie because it it's everything I love about Sam Raimi yeah. with a female protagonist. There you which go. Which just it's my jam. So yeah, I jam. I mean, if That's I, my jam. If I were to go Raimi, I'd always go Evil Dead the original, and then Evil Dead Two. But I think Drag Me to Hell yeah. is like. The the spiritual yes, uh, it is. successor. Of- Evil Dead remains one of the only horror movies I've had to shut off halfway because really? I was so scared. No, I nice. When I was like fourteen or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, I went back and finished because I'm a real man. <laughs> yeah, you are. Look at that costume. Man's man. Um, so yeah, that you know, horror. A lot of a lot of good stuff. Not really so much this year. No, it's a pretty no. weak year. I mean, I feel like around Halloween time. Well, let's let's get to some of the news that's out there and talk about maybe some of the okay. Um, because I I did bring up and talking to Clark uh, Paranormal Activity yeah. Ghost Dimension. Yes. Um, are you a fan of the series, Jeff? At all? 
Because I, I, I actually I really love the series. I, do too. I watched the first one and liked it, mm-hmm. and then I think I watched two. Maybe I saw three. I can't remember, but I definitely stopped. Man, two, you know, I, around love. That I love two. I love two. You and I are the only people. It, you by know, the way. It, it was funny that you know, people were t- you know rating uh, them all yeah, the. No. Yeah, I remember now. Part two <laughs> no. got me. That one scene where all of a sudden just all the drawers and everything open up. Yes. I mean, it was really great. Yeah. I haven't seen Ghost Dimension yet because it's a well-known joke here on Meet the Movie Press. I do not see movies, um, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm changing that. But no, I want to see uh, Ghost Dimension. I just didn't have a chance to get it because I know it's coming out VOD as yes. well. They're yes. doing a, a cross-platform kind of thing, yeah. which I feel is interesting. So we'll see it how that will go. It is interesting with the windows and breaking them down. Yeah, because it, it, you know, everybody's saying now it bombed, which I, I technically in theaters it kind of <laughs> did. We're it, at it brand did, fatigue right it now. Bomb. Like, it's like, what did it make? $10 million? Yeah, probably made back its budget. And also, it almost doubled it, probably. It had the highest per screen gross of any paranormal activity movie yet. Mm-hmm. See, there you go. That's where well, the that's media there's can turn it around. a lot fewer around. theaters, so that's right. they were fuller. That's right. Um, there you go. But yeah, I'm sure it's going to make a killing on, on VOD, because that's where you want to watch a movie like that. Yeah. I, I mean... So, do you you saw it? I did. Okay, I and did. did you like it? Um... I didn't not like it. Now, here's the thing. Because I am a huge fan of this franchise. In fact, it's probably my favorite horror franchise. Really? And I say that because up until a certain point, the movie had such wonderful mythology and really kept a story going for Mm -hmm. a long time. With four... It completely bottomed out. It was like nothing happened in that movie. I mean, n- no new information was presented. And the the, f- the climax at the end is the exact same cl- climax as three oh. with with the coven. Oh, God. And See, so I thought it, yes. we were going to the, the Katie uh, line, right? Uh, Toby and, like, what the connection is to that family. So How do you name a ghost Toby? It's really funny, actually. I, I, I wouldn't want to know that, too. But... So with um, with four, you know, they really dropped the ball, and then the marked ones, I enjoy very much. Yeah, I saw the marked ones, and I saw how it connected to everything, which I liked that them doing that, but I don't. It didn't stick with me like the first three did. Well, and I feel like it was a weird choice to make to after you know four was slightly unsuccessful to go into a spinoff and then come back right. to what is you know because the ghost dimension is you know number five in the chronological series or mm-hmm. I'm sorry in the you know paranormal series but number six in the overall franchise so anyway crazy it's it doesn't make a whole lot of sense and um yeah, <laughs> yeah I know but it's, so they're getting there with this found footage well, you know okay. but I appreciate that actually so here's what I would say about that with six or okay. with you know ghost dimension for the fans of the movie who are there for the sixth movie in the franchise, mm-hmm. we get how the franchise works. Right. We need to get rid of found footage. We needed to, it didn't need to be there that's at a, this that's point. That's a great call. And additionally, so the movie is too much bound to the overall franchise to bring new people in. If a new person who had never seen a paranormal activity movie went and saw Ghost Dimension, they'd be confused. Okay. But yeah. for the people who are there for the sixth movie, I was a little bored at some points because I was like, we know, we know, we know. Can right. we please? Finally, they introduced new characters. Okay. And I'm like, but 
we have five movies worth of really interesting characters right. that were all doing stuff. Like, where is Katie? Where right. is Hunter? What happened to the daughter of that's the family I, in the second movie, the stepdaughter? Exactly. Like, that's, I, I was hoping they would tie some of that together. We've lost you, haven't we, Jeff? Sorry, yeah. Jeff. It's all right. I'm, 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 I'm nerding out just, a little bit over paranormal activity. <laughs> I dig this. I dig this. Well, Go so, for it. Enjoy yourself. So I still am going to see it because, like you, Clark, I am a fan of the franchise. And I do think that there's enough good in it to mm-hmm. where it is not a bad movie by any means. I don't. And the 3D is is cool. Yeah. Um, but looks cool. It's yeah, it's cool, and it's not necessarily shoddy. It's just kind of, and I think the acting is good. But it's unfortunately for me, as a big fan of the franchise, it's just a little too little, too late at this yeah. point. Yeah. Too little, too late. You hear that, Blumhouse? Yeah. Um, That's Bloomhouse. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Off air, they're I, they're no. making fun of me. Hey guys, on the live chat, drop in what you're thinking about the Paranormal uh, Activity franchise, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of, is it dead? Is it kind of? You know, no pun, I guess. Um, <laughs> you know, are we going to get another one, maybe? Um, and I, I, we're going to see with this VOD release. That's going to be interesting. But uh, I would love to hear what you guys are saying on the live chat. And I do want to get to some news, uh, Jeff, um, because one of the things that kind of relates to horror that uh, certain somebody was going to try to bring back left the project, apparently, and that's uh, Neil Blomkamp, who uh, tweeted oh, out alien, alien stuff. That, uh, that Did he leave the project? Well, he said he's going to go work on other things because they're trying to figure out Prometheus 2 and Alien and how that fits together. This kind of bummed me out. Jeff, I saw you on Twitter saying it bummed you out. It didn't bum me out because I didn't believe any of this shit in the first place. Oh. I mean, this has been a movie that has been talked about on Twitter. Like, I just, this is not like a real thing. Like, no one right. in Hollywood who I talk to on a daily basis talks about the Alien franchise. Okay. Like, so this is, is this him tweeting out some of his, uh, his work? So to speak, like, hey, I drew some fun sketches of uh, Ripley and, you know, in this from continuation I, of Aliens. I don't, it, listen, it's so all over the place. I haven't even followed it because I, I know he just he keeps tweeting out photos and it's like it's a gun. And so you're assuming, oh, these guns are in the movie. Like, it, none of this stuff is real. Yeah. So I, I do feel like it, it, it's weird. Yeah. It seems like they wanted to do another Alien movie with Neil Blomkamp and then Ridley was just kind of like... I'm coming in and bigfooting everybody, which he can since he just directed The Martian. Well, and, and, and yeah. Neil has to kind of walk away with his tail between well, his legs. And, and you said it in your tweet. It's it just, it. it just there was really no news. There was just a lot of people talking. And that's what happened with Ridley Scott. Fox may have made one announcement about this stuff officially. Yeah. You know, the rest was based just two guys talking to the press because the press never stops asking them during the Martian junket and all this stuff. Well, and that's what happened. And that's where the, the steady stream of news comes from. It seemed like it changed on a daily basis. It did. I mean, we got, I mean, Ridley Scott dropped 18 comments and it, people wrote 18 conversations. It was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be doing this next. Oh, yeah, it's called Prometheus. This is the, too. This oh, yeah, is it's the alien. Prometheus Paradise Lost Alien. Honestly, it's like, it, I, I think a lot of people don't get <laughs> These celebrities are just under pressure to answer your question. Right. <laughs> That's all. Right. They just have to say something, anything. They have to, give, they have to play nice and play the game. But, yeah. But then we write about it because there's clicks just, involved. Yeah, I don't know. And for the Alien franchise, I, I'm interested because I love that. Do you like Alien? Yeah. You know, that's one of my, that's all uh, uh, technically a horror movie, I guess you could say. The first one is. The first one. I love the franchise. I'm I love the franchise, too. really excited about it. Um, and I like the mythology. Mm-hmm. And I liked, uh, you know, how Ridley Scott was exploring it in Prometheus. Like, I, I don't I think anyone, I don't know anyone thinks it's like a great movie. I but know. It, it was divisive. It, but, like, people but, were... 
I enjoy it. Yeah, I I admire the effort. Yeah, Um, it was ambitious and. I look forward to seeing what he's going to do with the sequel. Yeah. I think he may incorporate some of the ideas that Neil Blomkamp was working with. Who knows? Maybe. But yeah, it just seemed like there was too much overlap, and the Alien franchise is not strong enough to have supported both those movies. Yeah, that was That's confusing. what I never got. Like, right. the, that doesn't pass the smell test Yeah, I, for me as a reporter. I, I was like, there's say, never going to be two Alien movies like coming in the same year or... <laughs> Even right. one year apart. Like, it's just not that big. Shared universe with Jedi? What? No? <laughs> oh, fine. Well, yeah, I, you know, say what you will about, uh, you know, Alien versus Predator was I just there. I enjoy it. You I, enjoy I, them? It's guilty movie pleasures. That's my second one that I'm going to do. I did Freddy versus Jason mm-hmm. this week. They're bringing oh, me back Oh, I love Freddy versus yeah. Jason. Yeah. Freddy versus Jason is just a... Just a, a <laughs> Delight. Ho- it's a horrible time uh, story, but man, is it fun to watch. It is. So, and, I, and I have to plug this week's episode of The Goldberg, since yeah. it did feature Alien and Predator. Did it? It did. Yeah. Oh, the, I, Ad, Adam was the alien, his mom dresses the... That's awesome. That's hilarious. Um, Goldberg's such a great show. I have it on my DVR. I'm waiting to see it. Yeah, uh, that's the alien stuff. We can leave that alone because I just, it's just. Yeah, it's conjecture. Exactly. So Um, we'll move on. What else is out there? What do you want to talk about? I was actually going to ask you, Clark, do you pay attention to the blood list at all? Oh, yes. I I know that it came out yesterday, um, but I haven't taken a look at it yet. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it it was a little disappointing. A lot of the stuff was like, they're in a haunted house. But is the house really haunted, or are they going crazy? Like mm. a lot of this, is this really happening, or is the protagonist going crazy? But there was one that stood out. I want I wanted to get your thoughts on the list. Though. Yeah, I read it, and nothing's really stood out to me. I don't remember much of anything. There was one. And I read the list. There so. was one that popped to me, uh, okay. and it was John Scott Three's Parable X. Okay, so it was like this guy uh, basically kills two people. Mm-hmm. And then he walks into the police station, and he's like, I'm the guy who killed these two people, and you told me to. That's uh, right. The, that, yeah, know, yeah, some you, time the, travel you, thing. Yeah, you, the police officer, told me to in the future, because these two people who I killed were going to commit a terrorist act. Ooh. Like, that, to me, is a great fucking premise for a movie. That, yeah, that's that sounds good. Very yeah, the way you I mean, it's like, a, got a, it's like a, a source code-ish, mm-hmm. a little. Right. Um, but... I can't bring it up. Why, why are you doing this? Internet. Okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, I wanted to. No, I really dug no, it. Never mind. Um, so yeah, the bloodless is. It's just. It's like the blacklist, but it's for genre scripts. Kaylee Marsh puts it together every year. Yeah, and I. It's just something I kind of look forward to as a as a guy in the industry to see. You know. Because I root for horror actively, yeah. like, you Me know, too. is this going to get these writers meetings or any of these projects going to get bought off this? I don't know. It still seems like one of those uh, genres that you can write a good horror script and it's an original idea yeah. and it gets picked up because they're, they're, they tend to be a, a lower scale budget to make. And, mm-hmm. and you know, the, the genre is the, the, the star, if you will. So sure. I, sure. I'm, I'm interested in that stuff as well, and um, I, I want to look at it again. So, okay. what else? Uh, what are some news stories out there? Should we All touch right. on news out there? Yeah, Go sure. Go right to horror news. Um, get Clark involved was, on the. Was there any real horror news? I mean, you know, other than Friday the Thirteenth getting pushed again. Yeah, it's that's so funny how they have to keep pushing it six months at a, at a time. To find a Friday the Thirteenth, right? I know <laughs> that's oh, hilarious right. to me. Now it's oh, it's fun. I did want to talk about this because I read Dread uh, Dread Central's uh, report on this. It got pushed yeah. again. At one point, there was a found footage idea yeah, rolling around, and I liked that idea. And I don't know why. 
I love the iconic look of Jason. There's something about it. Mixing that with the with the lo-fi. Yeah, just like uh, there, there's something footage. in me that like just a quick glimpse of Jason in the woods. Right. Like that that hockey mask there. You know, if done right. Yep. I, agree. I know it sounds um, pretty. You know, they're gonna jump on the bandwagon with this, but I it's agree. Friday the Thirteenth. I do like it. However, it's getting pushed again. Why? Do you, what do you know, Clark? Do you, have you heard? I mean, I don't even know if there's a script yet. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this is just something. It's not cast. Yeah, I think that they they just you know it gets like we were talking about earlier with clicks. I mean, Jason Voorhees and Friday the Thirteenth is just such a franchise that the fans love. Yeah, and I don't think it'll ever go anywhere. And so I think they're gonna forever say. You know that they're making this movie. Paramount needs to make movies. Um, they have a very thin slate. Yeah. Uh, they. I think that the movie is going to get made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The problem is, you know, it contributes to bad buzz when you keep pushing the movie, and that's because you're just choosing arbitrary dates. That's yeah. the problem. It's that these fucking movies get release dates before they have scre- screenplays. Right. Yeah. Well, it, they back in July, it said that the the reboot draft was turned in. So obviously, some some movement. Maybe I don't know if this is true or not. I I picked a an article where the. David Bruckner yeah. and Planet, uh, Platinum Dunes are excited to make a great Friday the 13th movie. Of course they are yeah. going to say that. What are these, yeah. the, what, but they don't know the schedule. What do you guys think about the Friday the 13th TV show that they're talking about See, for the CW? Yeah, I love that idea. It's like different times where Jason's involved. I love that idea. Again, I go like I grew up with Friday the 13th. My 13th birthday was Friday the 13th part 7. That's oh, that's awesome. I got everybody to go You're my kind to see that, you know, to cool. see this you, movie. Mark. Well, I love you, Jeff. <laughs> and and I just love it cuz that's when Jason went against a psychic or like not a a tell uh, what a uh, you know, she can move things with her mind. Telekinetic? So I guess that's what it's called, Clark. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, telekinesis. I mean, that's as that's back in the 90s ridiculous stuff and that got me and so we're still talking about him now I just hope they do something I, I would love to see him come back but like I would love a gritty one like yeah real they mm-hmm. tried with the reboot and I, don't think, I didn't like it too much um, yeah I don't know there really wasn't too much horror news this week which was a little disappointing um, there was a little bit about the Halloween um, kind of return it's Halloween returns really yeah I I, I found uh, an article see I actually did this is how much I love horror I did research I did research um, so the Halloween returns is, is apparently taking place where he, Michael Myers is going to get the death sentence, you know, be killed Ooh, on, on camera, yeah. oh. and people come to see it, and then he escapes, and all hell breaks loose. Um, I like that. That's an interesting synopsis. Yeah, that's. Um, but then, uh, what's his name? Um, I can't pronounce his name. He's the producer on it. Uh, Akkad. Yes, Akkad. Yeah. He came out, and they're starting. He said they're in an interview that they're starting from scratch. So I think it's getting pushed for a while. I don't think we're going to see it for a while, and that's just sad. That may be for the best, though. Yeah, because I love, again, the Halloween movie franchise, again, is something I love. Clark, how how do you feel about the Halloween franchise? You know, it's interesting. I'm uh, not a huge franchise person. Yeah. So I love usually the originals. Sometimes I like a sequel. But um, mostly I just... I don't stop at number one. I'll give number two a try, sure. and then I'm usually like, nope, I'm done. Yeah. So um, that's the reason I like Paranormal so much is because there's actual new mythology involved where you're right. like, oh, okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. But I love the original Halloween movie, and, um, you know, I um, I don't have strong feelings about Rob Zombie's movies either way because yeah. whatever. Yeah, Do but- we need a new one, though? No. Do we need a new one of any no. of these? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just it's hard to come up with new boogeyman. The last one really was, I mean, Jigsaw. 
Yeah. Jigsaw. So, I mean, you know, I think I Toby. Say, I don't fucking yeah. know. Does that count? I think Samara? they really. I was about to say with Samara, actually, they really, really, I think, screwed the pooch with not making the ring too awesome. Mm. Because, yeah. it, because, you know, by this point with technology the way that it is, yeah. so easily the ring concept could be, you know, transformed into a digital right. a digital video, a vine. Right. Um, you know, you cool. know, it's funny. They're do, they, they pushed rings. Yeah. You should be pitching Paramount this shit. I know. You could use right. it. Hey, everybody. Clark's available. You I'm, said I'm she said available. it. The, you know she's got some <laughs> ideas, folks. I got all the ideas. These, yeah. No, if there was any uh, quote unquote horror news or genre news that hit yeah. this week that excited me, mm-hmm. it was the Lizzie Borden movie. What What was new about that? Yeah, that Chris, they're doing another one. That Chloe Sevigny and Kristen Stewart are going to star. That's right. In a Lizzie Borden movie. Now this is very near and dear to my heart. I wrote a Lizzie Borden script oh. in college. Really? Oh. I grew up, uh, you know, a few towns over from Fall River, Massachusetts, yeah. where Lizzie committed, uh, uh, you know, allegedly, allegedly committed those crimes, and she was acquitted. Yeah, I've, I've always thought it was a brilliant idea. It was depressing uh, watching the Christina Ricci Lifetime thing. Oh, well, um, Lifetime thing. You just, just explained like, it. it. To to me, she's like a female. Female Hannibal Lecter and an actress could actually win an Oscar mm-hmm. for playing Lizzie Borden if it's done well. You know, mm-hmm. Charlize won an Oscar for playing a serial killer. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Chloe Seven. So this is basically the HBO miniseries that I announced four years ago of Variety. Okay. It's the same thing. Playtone is executive producing. Tom Hanks. Yeah, Playtone. Um, Bryce Cass, who, who was writing the script back then, wrote this script. And uh, Chloe Seven is going to play Lizzie and Kristen Stewart's going to play the live-in maid, Bridget Sullivan, who who may or may not have had a lesbian affair sure. with Lizzie. And this was back in the 1890s, yeah. you know, super scandalous. That's one of the theories about Lizzie, that she killed her parents because they found out about ah, it. Interesting. Um, have you read, uh, or you should read, and all of you should read, you too, Clark, the, the Cases That Haunt Us by John Douglas. He's mm-hmm. an FBI profiler, uh-huh. and he goes back to all these cases. Lizzie Borden is one of them. I'm gonna, I want to check that out. And I like he breaks that it down. It's like OJ. It's like the Lindbergh baby. It's like Jack the Ripper. Yeah, back in the day, like people don't understand because Lizzie Borden has just become a fucking nursery rhyme. Mm-hmm. That in, in the 1890s, no men thought a woman was capable of committing yeah. two axe murders, right? You know, so like that's, that's fascinating. So, yeah, that's why she got off. Well, yeah, you you should read the cases that haunted. It was pretty that, that one, that story, that break on that, that story sounds alone super interesting. is so will, interesting. His track take. That down. Yeah. Now, is this movie going to be still a, a miniseries on HBO? No, it's going to be. It's an, film? it's an indie, an indie feature. Got it. Yeah, nice. which I think is the way to do it. Yeah, um, good. So go at it hard. You know, yeah. like make it. Make, Any, make anything it good. will be better than these Christina Ricci uh, lifetime things. I I agree. Um, I agree. Do we want? Uh, so that was really it as far as genre news. Yeah, we've covered a lot uh, I of have horror a, stuff. I have a ton of news. Yeah, we can yeah, let's go, let's go we can to move the news. off horror. Yeah. Do you want to do a hopeful news break time? Hopeful news break time. There it is. The jingle. We haven't done it in such a long time. Guys, hopeful news break. When we do it, we drop it on the Facebook page. Meet the movie press on the Facebook page. Give it a like. And we ask for your comments. You can also tweet at us at the Insnyder and at Riley Around. So we got a few. Um, uh, let's start with what Clark Sent in. Ooh. You which I love Sent this. in suggestion for your own episode. That's I love amazing. It. She, she responded, and uh, please. I did. What is it called? Breaking? Hopeful news break. Hopeful news break. Yes. The last six months have been a lie, and Carrie Fukunaga is still going to direct the two-part 
feature film adaptation of Stephen King's It. Oh man, I yeah, that is super hopeful. It's, I know. <laughs> Jeff knows. Out. Yeah, Je- <laughs> for my homie. Yeah, um, yeah. It's really sad that this didn't work because he, he not only was he doing something special with the telling of the story, but uh, and I'm forgetting the actor he cast as Pennywise. Will Coulter. Thank yeah, you. Will Coulter. That would have been fantastic. I agree. I mean, he, he, he's just—he's not—he's not out necessarily. Will. No, I mean, no. uh, it's Andy Muschietti, right? Uh, yeah, he, from... he could still cast Will. I mean, obviously they're on every—he's on everybody's radar. Yeah, yeah. If, I, I just wanted to mention real fast that the reason that this depresses me so much, and no. I am so hopeful. Yeah. <laughs> Which, come on, it's mm-hmm. not going to happen. But um, is because speaking of the genre, you know, the idea that uh, a credible, serious director wanted to make a horror movie not a backdoor oh it's a thriller it's right, a it's right. no it's it's just a oh it's a dark uh, drama no yeah. <laughs> he was saying i want to kill some fucking kids i want to <laughs> scare the hell out of you yeah. i want to take this stephen king property and make two legit feature horror movies. Yeah. Like, the idea that somebody as credible as Fukunaga would want to do that and show interest in that, as a horror fan, that's what got me excited. Interesting. So, that's, a, that's a very cool take on that. <laughs> I think I, that I a lot that. of these guys actually want to make horror movies. I think they uh, do, know, too. Paul, Paul Thomas Anderson's been talking about doing a horror movie for a long time, Which right? Be so cool. Or Wes Anderson? Was it Wes? I know Wes Anderson came out recently. Both of the Maybe Andersons. both of them. Yeah. yeah. I know Wes Anderson just said recently he would love to do a, horror, think, um, a horror movie as well. I think There but. Will Be Blood is a basically like a, a horror, horror movie. movie. <laughs> yeah, I really do. Like, I, I mean, I really, I could make that argument. Daniel yeah. Day-Lewis was scary good. Yes, yeah, yeah. he sure was. Um, yeah, well, let's, uh, okay. I, I, on Twitter, uh, who tagged us all, uh, Tomb Raider movie, or TR movie news, you know, nope, it's not Tomb Raider this time. We love you, TR Movie News. We know you want a Tomb Raider movie. Uh, we don't know anything about it, though. Uh, he wants a Scream 5, a Silent Hill prequel, or Final Destination 6, and Shining prequel movie. Shining okay. prequel movie is happening. Is happening. The Overlook Hotel. We don't yeah. know how Mo- close. Moving very, very slow, slow on that exactly. one. That thing's been around a long time. It has been around. Um, as far as Scream 5, I think Scream is over. I think it's going to live now on MTV as the show. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> and uh, Silent Hill prequel, don't know anything about it. Um, I like the, the original. It's, that's all right. You know, you know, I think... No. It, I never, I never, actually never saw Silent Hill, so I, I won't comment, but I don't think that that'll ever happen. Yeah, I, it didn't. It, the first one didn't even do that well. I so. think if Warcraft and some of, these, uh, in, uh, so, some of these other big, big video game adaptations, like, hit, right. then w- as a result, people are going to start mining their video game reserves, and then I think that's when you're going to get people kind of dipping their toes back into the Silent Hill's you yeah, know, interesting. It's a good point. Um, over on the Facebook and page, f- f- honestly, of all those, fi- I always like Final Destination. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really like that franchise, and that I was would a be fun down franchise. for a six. Although, are we looking at a reboot though? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like once you put six in a movie title, it's yeah. very unappealing. It's, yeah, so. yeah. It's it, it's that's when they usually go to a reboot. The so. marked ones or the Ghost Dimension, different yeah, different subtitles. Yeah, exactly. Um, and over at the uh, the Facebook page, this is a cool one. Uh, Mladen Kulik. I hope I pronounced that right. Love to see John Carpenter do another horror movie. That'd be awesome. I would love to see that. I think he's retired. He did. Is yes he? and no. Uh, I think it was Seth Abramovich who did a really good interview with him recently at, on uh, Hot Reporter, and he asked Carpenter about that. And Carpenter was like, "You know, I'm working on some stuff." Like, oh, good. It, it, yeah, it, it did sound like he really wasn't. 
itching to get back behind the camera anytime soon. Yeah. But maybe uh, maybe you can take some of that money he just won from suing Luke Besson. Did you hear about this? <laughs> yeah, he won twenty grand. Yeah, he won so. twenty grand for for <laughs> Luke Besson basically stealing Escape from New York. Yes. Idea. Um, Pretty funny. I spoke with John Carpenter last year actually when his album came out. Oh, okay. that's right. And uh, and I, um, which is a cool album by the way, guys. Yeah. Um, but I did ask him, you know, because um, Scream Queens was had just been announced, right? Um, and Jamie Lee obviously had been announced to be attached. And I said, you know, you think you're gonna direct? Why don't you go direct some Scream Queens? There and, you go. Then he's like, no, 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 that's not for me. And I was like, yeah, well, no. do you think that would be depressing? I mean, John and, Carpenter uh, on TV. Obviously, I yeah. was joking with the man. However, I did, I did say to him, you know, like, so do you think you're, do you think you're done for a while? And he's like, no, but you know, it just it has to be the right thing. And I think that he really is enjoying working on video, playing video games, right. making music. He's gonna go on tour. Didn't we just read about that or hear about that? That Carpenter's going to do some music dates? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that I read that. And so, um, I mean, I could be wrong. I'm sure you guys can Google it. What was his last film? Was it Vampires? No, it was The Ward. The Ward, that's right. Which is... Yeah. Not good. I, I don't think I saw it. I think I wanted to, and then I heard that. You don't want to. Yeah, okay. Well, let's finish off one more hopeful news break, because I love this. And it's Lawrence London who said, I would like John Landis to do a good old-fashioned tongue, tongue-in-cheek horror film. Oh, man. I, I would love that. Um, uh, where, uh, uh, sorry, uh, American Werewolf in London is one of my favorite horror mm-hmm. movies as well. So uh, it would be great to see John Landis come back and, and do that. What was his last movie? Yeah, I don't know. We had we had his son on Max Landis. We could we should have asked him, but yeah, I think Max, he's Max is the man. He's yeah, he's so cool. He's, that guy is man. His brain just a million miles a minute he works in a different way than ours. Yeah. So thank you, everyone. Hopeful news break was back, and we 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 read some out. So thank you as uh, as always. If you want to join the conversation, go to Meet the Movie Press uh, on the Popcorn Talk Network Facebook page. Like it and Ooh. drop some in. Landis's last movie was Burke and Hare. Ooh. Okay. I, yeah, we know nothing of this. Yeah. No. Or I don't. It was with, what's his name? Andy Circus, I think, right? Oh. No? No. no, no, no. Who is it? I don't, I don't know. know. Tom Wilkinson, Michael Smiley, who knows? Okay. Anyways. Let's, um, uh, let's get some yeah, legit Simon news Simon Pegg and Andy, and Andy Circus. That's what it was. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, there was plenty of news this week. Uh, we'll start with Luke Besson. Okay. Oh, hey. Valerian adding Rihanna. <laughs> okay. What, what do we think about Rihanna. Yeah, From Battleship? And yeah, she, she was so good in Battleship. Yeah. So good. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I hated that movie. Um, Clark? Yeah, yeah, no comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> what do we think about Luke Besson? Uh, you know, I I love The Fifth Element. You I know? don't. You don't love it? No. You, do you, Clark, do you I, like I Fifth don't, Element? I don't, um, you know, hate it, but I would be lying if I said it was easy for me to get through. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not a big Fifth Element guy. I love The Professional. Uh, well, The Professional is his best. I didn't. I didn't even. You know, Lucy was okay. Yeah, I didn't see. Lucy. Um, I didn't see Lucy. Yeah. He produced the Taken movies. I really like the first Taken, but uh, there, there I'm are no very, other... very nervous about this movie, Valerian. It's like a hundred and eighty million dollar budget. Really? What? Oh yeah, this is like an Avatar style, like gigantic movie. And they cast oh. Rihanna. I'll put. I'll put it this way. Christopher Nolan's movie is now coming out the same day as Valerian, and I've been asking for weeks, and they're not blinking. Yeah. Because they're, they're like, no, we're like Avatar. We're the new Avatar. What studio is this? It's it's his studio. It's like fucking Europa Corps. Whoa. I forget. And has, he's, I, like, he's like, no, I think it's it has, the next Avatar. I think and... it has U.S. distribution somewhere. I just forget who. Well, they, um, they will after Rihanna I mean, signs hello. on. But Christopher, good luck. <laughs> 
yeah. Mr. Bassan. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see about this. It's with Dane DeHaan and Cara Delvine uh, and, and okay. Clive Owen. But mm-hmm. yeah, this okay. is a, a gigantic space opera like. Well, the last gigantic space opera that we saw. Guardians of the Galaxy? No, um, Jupiter Ascending. Oh, that's right. That's right. Did it, it, super well. It could be closer to that. So That's that, what I'm hearing. We'll, yeah. we'll see. Uh, Rihanna, uh, obviously a big star. But Good for I, her. I don't know if her audience is the type that will show up for this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, speaking of space operas, yes, uh, Pom Clementif, yeah, joining it, Guardians of the Galaxy too. Interesting, yeah. yeah. The mystery role they're saying, key mystery role, key mystery said role. Boris Kidd over at Hollywood Reporter. Yep, he he broke the story. Um, Did Kroll follow up with uh, dropping that Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, that, that is what Kroll said. Yeah, very interesting to me. Yeah, that made some news. Um, I think just because everybody would love to see Matthew McConaughey in a Marvel movie. Yeah. And especially Gardens of the Galaxy. Um, that's interesting. I don't know the script People or anything. People were speculating that he may have, they tr- may have tried to cast him as Chris Pratt's dad. Dad, yeah. Would, mm-hmm. is, would, is, I, I, don't, I don't know the story. So is Star-Lord's father going to be a villain? I, I think the article that I, I read know. said that they're switching up some of the mythology a little bit okay. from, right. the, from the comic for the screen. Right. Um, and so I thought that he was, um, McConaughey was specific, if he was playing the dad, it was a more villain type role. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know that the that Star-Lord's mom referred to the dad as like some form of angel. angel right. Yeah. So, um, so, but I think they were. I think in regards to like movie versus comic book, they they're changing it a little bit. Yeah, that's what James Gunn said. Yeah, that it's not the same origin father right. story. So I I don't know. I mean, whether or not they're going to now go get somebody else. Um, uh, Palm Palm is it? Yeah, yeah. Palm Clementif. What a, a beautiful name! It's a beautiful name. She's a pretty uh, girl. She's got an interesting look. Yeah, there, there's already a lot of speculation there that can tie. And I've heard Mantis um, is the part. Are you familiar, Clark, with any of the comics no. on that? I'm not either. I love either. the movie, though. I love the movie. The movie's fantastic. Um, it's my favorite movie. Did a little research on it, and, you know, there's word mantis. I just love, so. like, within an hour of that casting news, it was, like, four characters who she could be playing in Guardians of the Galaxy You must be too. talking like, about HitFix, because that's, like, all of a sudden it was just... I saw that pop up. I'm like, there. Well, it's on just it. a, I'm amazed at like the speed with which some of these things are written. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I guess when you've read all the comics, you know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. That's yeah. Um, so yeah, there was that. There was Elizabeth Banks coming back to direct Pitch Perfect three. Not yeah, not surprising. Mm-hmm. At not all. surprising. I actually thought because she signed on to a couple of other projects, including like a big one at Universal. Mm-hmm. I thought she would kind of go off and make a bigger movie. Or I'm mean, not that this isn't big, but like. You're just filming fucking karaoke, right? <laughs> Acapella performances. I, I am I'm on record. You know me, guys, on Schmoes. No. Didn't like any of I, I didn't oh, see two. Really Hated, liked Pitch Perfect. Didn't like Pitch Perfect. I, I watched could two, not I handle watched two it. recently. It was a fucking obnoxious. I, I, I yeah. could not stand Pitch Perfect 2. Clark, what so about you? I'm not happy about her coming back for Pitch Perfect 2. I she seems above it. I yeah. didn't see Pitch Perfect 2. Okay. Um, I only saw the first one. I thought the first one was cute. Okay. Yeah. You know, I was. Uh, you know where I was that weekend where? at Mad Max Fury Road. But there you go. Again, it's it's tough for a female filmmaker to build a track record, and so if she gets, she has a hit on her resume now, and yep. now you know, I presumably this will be a hit as well. Then she'll really have some clout to go out and do whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. Um, and that franchise is hers. She's been with Pitch yeah, Perfect since day the, one, yeah. and uh, so I think it makes sense for her to, you know. Because I will say, because I didn't see the second movie, but I heard from a couple of people that 
the direction was just okay. Yeah. And so perhaps, you know, she's playing it smart to, you know, really go back and try again and learn what she's doing a little bit more so that she can go to these Right, that was, that was her first movie. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully... Pitch Perfect 3 will be a, a little bit better, um, and then she will move on to bigger and better things. I, I just, where do you, how, how are you yeah. doing this? I mean, they're just singing, and then they graduate, and then, it was just, are we it, following them to the professional realm? It was like <sighs> crass, the sequel. I mean, That's what I've heard. It, it was like, crass, and, and like the first one was sweet. And are they? It was different. Yeah, yeah and I just see this, this like concert of these Pitch Perfect people singing, are people yeah. going to concerts of acapella, acapella music groups? Is like a big thing. Honestly, now. That, that's okay. the only exciting parts of the sequel. I thought, like with the, with the performances, because you want to see how the, these girls are going to interpret some of these songs. But like everything in between was just filler crap. Uh, anyway, speaking of crass sequels, yes, Bad Santa Two. Really? Oh. I did not hear this. It's official. Last night, I got a press release at like six thirty or something, seven wow. o'clock. Kept me working late. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Broad Green, the indie distributor, mm-hmm. uh, is going to distribute in the U.S. It's coming out next holiday season. Boom. Billy Bob Thornton, back. We're it, done deal. In. Nice. In. Me too. In. Yeah, honestly, it's a brilliant move for Broad Green, taking a movie that like everyone involved has sort of been talking about making. There just hasn't been like the money for it. But I think that the way that that film has grown over the years, like its cult audience and following, and you know, you can replay these holiday movies each each year. Um, I think it's a great call for Broad Green getting yeah. in on that with well, Max. And it's Bad Santa, which is one of the best holiday best comedies out yeah. there. I actually didn't love Bad Santa. You really? didn't? No, I you was are crazy. I, Get I, out. I never, I never really loved it. It has grown on me, though, like Anchorman had, because I didn't mm. love Anchorman the first time I saw Anchorman. Wow. Okay. The, or The Cable Guy. Those, mm-hmm. uh, cable you know, guy. San, Bad Santa's one of those movies that has grown on me in home, on home video. Yeah, that, that relationship with the kid. Can they bring the kid back? I didn't love it back? the first time. <laughs> oh <my laughs> the God. kid, that relationship with the kid. What was it, Thurman Merman? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it puts so the good. candy in the, oh my God. Billy Bob is a national treasure. <laughs> it, 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 it really it, is. It is a good movie. I just, for some reason, I remember being, when did it come out? 2002? 2003? Oh, a long time ago. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just remember not loving it when it first came out. But okay. Some movies are like that. Hey, guys, and I see you on the chat board. Yes, Joe Blow just dropped a very spoilery Batman scoop. That's Another for, one? Yeah, that's for I. You know, I don't really want to comment on guys. That stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Again, it's, I mean, they're ruining. Yeah, I they're, ru- they're ruining the movie. Thank you. They, yeah, they're they're throwing you know wonderful twists that could possibly happen. I looked at it. Great. Is um, it that you think that your readers it. want that stuff? Is it that you're showing off to, that you can get that you the information can get this? and know Clark, it? What do you think about these spoilers? We're in a spoiler culture now, where especially for. You know, the companies that I work with or, like, with Schmoes, no, we do do scoops. But, you know, it seems like everybody's trying to ruin the movie for everybody yes. and get it out there and being like, hey, see that? Yeah. yeah that was us. And I, I get it. I get it. People want to read spoilers. There's a lot of people out there that are wanting us to talk about it. But it's spoilery. It's ruining something Warner Brothers is trying to set up, if it's true. So what do you think of that? I don't this? read them. Great, there you go. I, I mean, flat out. I, I'll watch, you know, one trailer 
Mm -hmm. I'll watch like the first trailer. Yeah. And that's it. I've learned my lesson too many times by consuming these types of, you know, clips and, you know, um, new trailers that are coming out closer to the release date and reading all this nonsense. I I like to have as clean of a um, slate as possible. I agree. I've seen the two major Star Wars trailers and that's it. Like, I'm not reading anything. I don't want to speculate. I want to go on the ride. And I understand, like, for people like Christian or Mark, like, they love and live and breathe that stuff. And I get it. But because if I were a fan of... I don't know what I would be a fan of that would like make me want to dig that deep because I just want to have the natural yeah. experience. I, I get the impulse to look. I mean, I wrote for Ain't Cool News. I, I yeah. grew up reading all those stories. Yeah. But to me, it just indicates a certain lack of respect for the filmmaker. And yeah, I'm, I, I'm just I, not a fan of that shit. You know what I hate is that it, I'm in this business and I, I have to look at these things. Right. Because then I get the, the people I'm working with, they're like, well, we need to cover this because we need to – Get you know our 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 analytics are down so and it's so God I I I, the, I hate the, it. There's sometimes. just no discretion, okay? And it's like the because the trade reporters know a lot of shit about these movies, but yeah, you're not we, going there. I, I feel like the trades do a good job of shielding the you readers from knowing do. too much. Look, you're not. And, uh, yeah, it's the just trades like, aren't doing just, what what if these. You, if you write for a Jello, just because somebody tells you something doesn't mean you need to t- go tell the world. Like sometimes that can just be for you. Yeah. Right, and so. you know what? I've actually d- turned away from some of those things. No, that's way. T- I don't want to go there. You know, and it's yeah. just, but I just wish the culture was different. And um, I guess it's, I, I have to play that way sometimes. And I'm going to go have to cover that thing now. Right? I, w- I wish you know? that every movie did it like Cloverfield, where a trailer just appeared. Right. Yeah, right. Nobody knew. It just that was, was like, a really cool experience. Yeah, no one knew. You know, and one poster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so. it. And the, and the name of the movie. What's the name what of the movie? What the hell is the name? Yeah. And it was great. So, it was great. Yeah, yeah we got two other... Uh, we, we have to wrap up soon, Yeah, I feel we should like. wrap, so, wrap up We just soon. have two quick stories uh, we'll touch upon. Common is the villain in John Wick 2. Yeah. Ah, cool. Good stuff. Thumbs up or down? That's thumbs up for me. Yeah. I love John Wick. I'm going to go thumbs down. Yeah? You don't like Common? He doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. Uh, he just registers as, as like a person moving with a gun, like in Run All Night. I, I don't know. It's just his screen presence yeah. I find lacking. Okay. I can he's that. been around. Like, I was checking out his credits. Like, he's been in a lot of shit. Terminator, Salvation, Wanted. Yeah. A lot of things like that. But Wanted. again, I can't remember him in any of these fucking movies. He hasn't really made a strong impression. Hmm. Okay. So. I get it. All right. Okay. Uh, and finally, Ocean's Eleven reboot right. with Sandy Bullock. Yeah. Leading some... Bad bitches. Yeah, I I, I like PC? this idea. Um, <laughs> I think it's great. I just uh, the the only negative I'll say is like we get the Ghostbusters. Yeah, and yeah. then now it's the thing. Is it the thing? Well, right, because didn't and we I'm, walking a, I'm walking I'm oh, walking a de- oh. delicate line here because I am all for more powerful women in movies directing all these wonderful things that are happening. But I, I, I don't like uh, trends that people follow and just let's just throw this up and hope we get you know some success with it. If it's worthy of a story, then do it. Well, again, and I think this is actually worthy of a story. So, so here's the thing. So IndieWire broke this, and it's yeah. the playlist blog. And they don't break a lot of news, right. but they break a lot of Soderbergh news. Mm. They definitely have someone in that Soderbergh camp, if not Steven himself. Mm. There you go. So that's why I believe it. 
Oh, I believe it too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, they're they're very the reliable. Pro- the, the problem I think I have is maybe connecting it to the Ocean's franchise. Yeah. Uh, you know why can't we just have a female heist movie? Yeah. Essentially with the, like Thank the same you. structure and whatnot. Why does it need to be a part of that? Maybe it's just because it has the same people involved, like Clooney producing. Uh, I, I forget all the details of the story. Warner Brothers still is not confirmed yet. I haven't checked my email this morning, but yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I think it's really cool. I like the idea of whether it's a female heist movie or female Expendables or mm-hmm. those kinds of well, large we, we're female ensemble things. Well, we're getting female Expendables as well. We are. Allegedly. By, we are. Allegedly, we are. Yeah. I'll, I'll drop a little news on that. So okay. it is called uh, The Bells, from it, what I'm told. Nice. So okay. maybe they are distancing distancing it a little from the expend men. Okay, uh, I like bells. That's thing. a great. I think it's just called bells. the, the by, bells. Now. By the way, you just gave everybody their uh, their Friday for covering that. You know how it is. Jeff says these things just kind of off that, the cuff. Is that cuff. really a thing? I mean, yep. it's, they cut five letters from the title. Big yep. deal. They're, they're going to cover this. That could just be for our readers. We don't need to fucking write articles about nope, it. No, it's going to be written. I'll tell you. Um, somebody's writing but it yeah, right now. Uh, I, I, and obviously, I love Sandra Bullock, and, and I think a heist movie is kind of perfect for her. Yeah. And, uh, with her as the leader of it. So. Yeah. You know, Who would you like to see in it? Oh, man. I know. Who would I? Rose Byrne. I Ooh, want Rose Byrne in call. everything. I love her. I love um, Rose Byrne, yeah. I love her, too. And she's just the person I always want to cast in everything. But I wanted to mention that just what's interesting to me about this Ocean's idea is that the mo- the original movie came out when 2000-something. Yeah. So in about 10 or so years, like, the idea that there was not a single woman in that whole team and 10 years later now it's like we're going to have a whole team of ladies yeah. it's like it's so much oh, I feel like did you need a woman in Ocean's Eleven totally no I would have liked a lady on that team I would have as the a lady the whole point is about it's about 11 dudes I yeah. mean well, that's but, like but the, the whole point and Julie but, Roberts is, is the dame yeah, I get it. But, um, you know, again, the idea that, like, now things have changed so much that it's an entire team of women. I- I'm on board with, like, co... You want a mixed gender yeah, team. Yeah, that's... By the way, I think that this will be a mixed gender team. I think that yeah. there will be a guy, because... Well, yeah, studios just have a hard time keeping guys out. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, and why would we want there to? There needs to be a character for us to connect to. Okay. You know? Like, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Like, what if there was a guy in the Pitch Perfect sorority team, you know? Yeah, why I mean, not? I don't mind that. Why not? I don't, I don't mind that at all. Guys but can I, sing, too. <laughs> it's just interesting. Like, yeah. How Hollywood continues to separate the sexes a little? Yeah, yeah. That's and, inter- okay, fair enough. And also how, you know, we, we went from having no ladies to all ladies. I yeah. find that, like, well, so bizarre. Right. They did bring in Catherine Zeta-Jones for the sequel, right? They did, and, yeah, Ocean 12. Or was 12. that 13? No, it was 12. Tw- I, I can't remember. But I in, can't remember. anyway, I like the first Ocean's movie a lot. Well, they, they brought Ellen Burstyn in I'm, for... Right. Um, Ocean 13. Yeah. So I, I I like the idea. Just I love Sandra Bullock. So her heading this up was, is great. And Rose yeah. Byrne's a great call. Um, She's got the, the right amount of com- charisma. Yeah, I just. Play um, Danny, a female Danny Ocean. Yeah, let's just not. No, no offense, but let's just not cast Melissa McCarthy in it. Though. Let's uh-huh. just keep moving on that one. And, sure. and like, because she seems to be in every single 
well, female there, driven. There were movie. there were those rumors that she, her and Melissa didn't get along. Sandy really? and Melissa on the Heat. Yeah. Remember? Interesting. Oh, really? Then no, they've they've, they've 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 turned you know played that down and like taken their kids trick or treating and stuff together. There you go. They're, since they're back. But I just I remember those those rumors. So yeah. maybe there's nothing to them. Anyways, right. that's pretty much all the time we have. This yes, week, so. yes, we do. And Clark Wolf, thank you for coming thank in. You for yeah, you were wonderful. Guys. Yeah, you're. I love your thoughts on horror movies. So where can people find you? Yes, they, you can find me on the Instagrams, Twitters, and Periscope at nice. Clark Wolf, Clark with an E, Wolf with an E, and on YouTube, YouTube.com slash official Clark Wolf. Nice. Thanks Very for cool. having me, guys. Happy Halloween. Yes. Yeah. Be safe out there. Yeah, be careful. Yeah, guys, please. Don't drinking and driving and check your candy before you eat it. Um, <laughs> that's what my mom always told me. Um, as always, guys, I am at Riley around. You can find me on Twitter there, R-E-I-L-L-Y. And uh, I'm editor chief You can find me there. And please rate, subscribe, send this around, and uh, tell your friends about it. Jeff, where can they find you? Jeff Snyder at the Insider on Twitter. Find my musings at therap.com. And yeah, happy Halloween, gang. Happy Halloween. We will see you next week. Well, producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.